Hello from the Financial Times in London. I'm Katie Martin and this is News in Focus where we offer our insights into the stories that matter. The French luxury goods group LVMH has made a surprise $14.5 billion offer for Tiffany's, the New York jeweller immortalised in the 1961 film Breakfast at Tiffany's. Here with me to discuss the merits of the takeover bid for both sides and whether it will succeed is Harriet Agnew, our Paris correspondent, and Vanessa Holder, our Lex writer. Harriet, for those of us unfamiliar with the rarefied world of expensive baubles, tell us a bit about LVMH. It's already the world's biggest luxury group by sales, right? What are its most famous brands? And is this proposed deal part of a larger expansion? Well, LVMH is the largest luxury group in the world, and its sales in 2018 were more than three times that of its nearest competitor, Caring. And it's run by a man called Bernard Arnault who over the past four decades has built the group from a near-bankrupt French textile company into a vast empire. So it has 75 different maisons, and among its most famous brands are things like Louis Vuitton, Dior, Meurt and Chandon, Bulgari and Sephora. Now, Mr. Arnaud built LVMH on his voracious deal-making, and he doesn't appear to have lost his appetite for this. He seems to want to keep on doing deals in order to grow his empire. When I interviewed him earlier this year, he told me, we are still small, we are number one, but we can go further. And this is potentially his biggest ever deal. I mean, how does it fit into his wider strategy for the group? I think this deal shows how LVMH continues to diversify as it grows. The group's roots are in fashion and leather goods and wines and spirits. But as it's expanded over the years, it's tapped into new areas. For example, back in 2011, LVMH pushed into hard luxury with the acquisition of Italian jeweller Bulgari. And then last year, it expanded further into what's called experiential luxury, which is travel and hotels, and it bought the Belmond Group. I see. So if the offer were to go through, how would that change the landscape of the luxury goods market overall? Well, it would further consolidate LVMH's position as the market leader in luxury, and it would also increase LVMH's footprint in the U.S., The main loser, I think, from a deal would be Johan Rupert's Richemont, which owns Cartier and Van Cleef, which are two other big high-end jewellers. Because if LVMH added Tiffany to its portfolio, it would then have a position in jewellery to rival that of Richemont. And it also extends LVMH's lead vis-à-vis its rival in France, which is François-Henri Pinault's caring. And so this bid was set in motion just as Mr Arnaud was cozying up publicly to President Donald Trump in the US. Tell us about Mr Arnaud's recent visit to Texas. How does that fit into all this? Well, little did we know that last week when Mr Arnaud went to Texas to inaugurate this new leather workshop, he'd already put in a bid for Tiffany. Now, he and some of LVMH's top management were there to inaugurate a new leather workshop they're investing $50 million in the new facility in Texas, and they promised to create 1,000 jobs in the region. And none other than President Trump was there to inaugurate the new facility. I think there's a couple of dynamics at play here. So firstly, it's interesting to see that LVMH is investing on the ground in the US at a time of heightened trade tensions between the US and China and amid threat of more tariffs. And then secondly, the inauguration marked a very public alignment between Mr. Arnaud and Mr. Trump. The two of them actually go way back. We always forget this, but Arno actually started his career in real estate. I mean, he first met Mr. Trump in New York back in the 80s. Now, Louis Vuitton tried to claim that the visit last week was apolitical. But I think it still marks a bit of a gamble. 
because consumers and particularly millennial consumers are becoming increasingly demanding of brands that they stand up for their values. And this visit has already proved to be quite controversial, even within LVMH. So Louis Vuitton's artistic director, Nicolas Guesquier, spoke out on Instagram against the visit. And the appearance also prompted the hashtag on social media of boycott Louis Vuitton. There's always a Trump angle, right? There's always a geopolitical angle. I mean, Vanessa, how does the US-China trade war, of all things, you know, how, how does this feed into the luxury goods market? Well, a year ago, we'd have been sitting here and saying it was incredibly bad for the luxury market. The shares tumbled and there was a lot of nervousness. But in the event, it's had for some of the companies remarkably little impact. It's Chinese buyers of luxury fashion don't seem unduly phased by it. It's all seen as their new normal. I mean, that said, it's a mixed picture. There is greatly reduced spending by Chinese tourists in the US, and that has hit companies like Tiffany hard. I see. And so, based on the rights and wrongs of this potential deal, how have the shareholders in both companies reacted to all this? Well, LVMH shares have hardly moved, so quite a sort of calm reaction for them. Tiffany shares jumped by nearly a third, and those shareholders, you imagine, are delighted. They've been hoping for a turnaround in the company's fortunes. New management came in a couple of years ago, but it's proved very hard going. So a bid would be pretty good news for them, I think. What's your sense here? Is Tiffany, is it luxury enough for the LVMH stable? It's a good question. And when the news of a bid first emerged, I think some people were a bit surprised by it. But there is a case for saying that it would complement the Bulgari range, which tends to be much more upmarket and it could fit well. On the other hand, people feel that Tiffany really needs to go a bit upmarket. It's got rather too many sort of entry level items, the sort of wallets and things, which are seen as sort of lowering its brand a bit. So if LVMH does buy it, it might well want to push it upmarket. What's your sense, Harriet? I mean, none of us would probably mind receiving some Tiffany diamonds anytime soon, but is it LVMH? Well, again, like Vanessa, I was a little bit surprised at first. But actually, I think what LVMH see here is quite an iconic brand with a very strong DNA, albeit a brand that's slightly lost its luster and gone a little bit down market. But they've got a strong track record of taking brands, which they've done in jewellery with Bulgari, and making them bigger. I think LVMH feel like similar to what they did with Bulgari. They could take Tiffany and they could put it through their distribution networks and they could take the brand more upmarket and they could really grow it. And I think Tiffany would perhaps benefit from being taken off the public markets and being able to have some difficult decisions made about things like its store footprint and its product range outside of the glare of the public markets. So a question for both of you, really. If you were betting on it, do you think this deal will succeed? Harriet, what's your guess? I think the deal will succeed, but not at the current price. So LVMH have offered $120 per share. I think the impression that I get is that Tiffany are sort of softly rejecting that while trying to leave the door open for a deal, which shareholders seem to be welcoming. And let's not forget that Mr. Arno normally gets what he wants. And and if he doesn't, he still somehow makes money. (laughs) Vanessa, what's your guess? Might there be another suitor emerging on the horizon somewhere? Possibly. We'll have to see. But like Harriet, I'd say if Mr. Arno really wants it and he sets his sight on a target, he rarely loses. (laughs) Right. 
Yeah, I think the deal will get done more like one thirty per share. Okay. Well, thanks for your guesses. Thanks, Harriet, and thanks, Vanessa, and thanks, everyone, for listening. We've launched a new podcast this month called The Rackman Review, a weekly look at global affairs by the FT's chief foreign affairs commentator, Gideon Rackman. This show takes in some of the interviews with decision makers and analysts he meets in his travels around the world and will also draw on the FT's great network of foreign correspondents. It's exclusively for FT subscribers, so if that's you, please go to ft.com slash rackmanreview and sign up for a taste of the global political debates that Gideon writes about in his columns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.